Hello everybody, this is Jesse Schreck with Practical Missions Cohort in Italy. Uh, currently during the uh, coronavirus uh, outbreak here in uh, in our land, uh, the entire country at the moment is now locked down. Uh, a couple days before this, our region or province has also been put in quarantine. We are no longer allowed to go out of the Venetian province or no one is allowed to also come into this uh, province as well. Uh, but I think uh, this is what's happening now in all of uh, the country of Italy. Uh, so more to come on that later at a different uh, moment. But for now, we're sharing, uh, actually going to uh, read and share a current blog post that we put out because I believe it is relevant uh, for all of us, something uh, worth hearing. And this is another avenue for those who don't go and read uh, the blog post. This is a way you can at least hear uh, what we have there. So the title of this uh, blog post is Three Certainties in the Coronavirus. We call it a pandemic. Uh, others aren't choosing to use that word at this point. I think it's kind of silly, but uh, three certainties in the coronavirus pandemic. In the midst of the global outbreak, outbreak of the current coronavirus, COVID-19, anxiety is growing in the hearts of many. Rightfully so, because fear is a healthy part of our being that ought to cause us to reason well and to seek to preserve our life when in danger. Fear is designed to bring us to our maker as well, uh, the one who uh, we are to fear, ultimately, and, and worship. There are always some who don't worry, uh, but these are the ones we would likely call careless or ignorant. Uh, as the outbreak spreads exponentially, uh, we're seeing that day by day, uh, they still don't worry for themselves or those, or for those whom they love. The Bible might call them the, the fool because they fail to take necessary precautions or perhaps to work hard, inform themselves, and so on. Uh, interestingly, uh, we see also within the church often with our charismatic brothers, uh, whom we love, uh, a similar type of what I would consider carelessness. It's based off a belief and wrong assumption that God wants everyone happy, healthy, and even wealthy. Uh, what is now properly called prosperity theology or the prosperity gospel. It's more uh, prevalent than we, than we can imagine there, especially in the States. Uh, this kind of carelessness stems usually from a low view of God. In most Christian circles, there is belief in God's sovereignty, but the truth is that too many believers today have very little knowledge of what it means that God is actually sovereign. Sadly, in our day, much of Christianity is based on feelings rather than on sound doctrine or teaching. Uh, too, too few have a solid understanding of God's attributes, and as a result, they lack what we call a biblical view of God. The usual result of this is a love for God that is greatly limited because of a limited knowledge of who He actually is. If you truly love your spouse, for example, then it is normal that the more you know him or her, the more you are able to properly and yeah, properly love him or her. Uh, often our view of God is, is far too low and too man-centered, we could even say. Uh, I would do, uh, it would do us all good to pick up and read and meditate on quality books like Arthur Pink's Attributes of God, for example. Uh, these are gifts to us from those whom the Holy Spirit has gifted throughout the history of the church as teachers in the Lord's church. In the midst of the current pandemic, there are some who are claiming and declaring in Jesus' name that this virus will not touch them or that it will miraculously disappear. Uh, they are trying to show God, that they have faith in Him, and, and they do it because they think they are supposed to. 
Recently, many were doing the same for a baby girl who tragically died, I believe a two-year-old girl, and they believed with all their heart God wanted them, it was their mandate to raise this child from the dead, bring it back to life, bring her back to life. Uh, this great short article, we have a link for that in the show notes, by Brother Reagan Rose at Re- Redeeming Productivity, Grace to You as well, uh, about a tragic situation. That tragic situation is worth your time to read, as it relates very much to what I'm talking about now. Uh, important to know is that God is not looking for them to show them their faith in this way. He's not looking at us to show him our faith in that kind of way. He is looking at us to see us with a real and authentic faith that acknowledges his sovereignty, his goodness, his omniscience, omnipotence, immutability, and so on. He wants us to live as if Jesus is our Lord, because he is. He wants us to be fully satisfied in Christ, knowing that it is enough for us that our sins have been forgiven and we have been redeemed. He wants us to live with our eyes on him and the eternal life that awaits us in God's presence. He wants us to live and have faith like Martin Luther, for example, when he wrote in his famous song, A Mighty Fortress is Our God. He said this, Let goods and kindred go, this mortal life also. The body they may kill, God's truth abideth still. His kingdom is forever. As we acknowledge God in His majesty for who He actually is, we can show Him our faith by having hearts willing to accept whatever comes our way as it come, as if it comes, because it does, from Him for our good and for His glory. And this we're assured of from Romans chapter 8, verses 28. What many are failing to realize in this moment of fear and anxiety as we face an ever-growing pandemic and all its uncertainties is that God is using this for many reasons. The purposes and plans of God are never fully knowable to us this side of eternity, but here, let's give you three certainties about what God is doing through this pandemic. (coughs) Excuse me. Number one, He is moving to saving faith those who are not living worthy of the call or who have not yet surrendered their life and their heart to Christ and his lordship. He is moving to saving faith those who are not living worthy of the call or who have not surrendered their life to Christ and his lordship. Uh, Too often folks remain only half in with Jesus. They frequent the church and they like the Christian community, but they are not willing to surrender their life to God. God is not pleased with folks who see his goodness in Christ yet remain on the fence. This potentially life-threatening disease crossing the globe, is intended by God to wake them up from their slumber and their low love for Him who gave His life for them. It is to move them to wholeheartedly live the days that remain for them to live as proper disciples of Christ. So he's using this, uh, to summarize that point, uh, to get people fully committed to Him, to live properly for Him and not be half in, half out, and adding Jesus to your personal program, but making living for the honor and glory of Jesus your number one priority with the gift you've been given of salvation and life. It's only right that you would live fully for Him and His honor and His glory. Point number two, a certainty of what God is doing in this uh, coronavirus outbreak happening all over the world. Number two, He is moving His people 
to be the witnesses that he called them to be. I just want to remind us we are fishers of men if we're disciples of Jesus Christ. We're ambassadors of Jesus Christ, here representing him. It's not an accident that we're still here from the moment we got saved. He could have very well, the Lord, taken us directly to heaven uh, the moment he saved us, but he left us for a purpose, and primarily that purpose is to be his witnesses. Too often, uh, unfortunately, at least in the U.S., where being a Christian is still quite comfortable and not life-threatening, we sinfully forget that we are called to be ambassadors of Jesus Christ. Sadly, very few are actively and intentionally sharing their faith and bringing others to Christ. I think there's a statistic that says maybe only 2% of confessing Christians today have actually intentionally shared their faith anytime recently or something like this, anytime in the last year. <coughs> Very uh, eye-opening when you consider that. Evangelism and soul winning are intended by God to be a regular and normal part of our Christian life. Point number one, the Lord is using it to wake people out of their slumber and get Christians living the way they ought to, fully devoted to Him. Point two, uh, He is moving His people uh, that, that confess His name and claim to be His people to be proper witnesses the way they're supposed to be uh, through this, as they see the opportunities and, and death all around them. Uh, God is doing this. And number three, uh, a certainty in this uh, coronavirus outbreak that we can be sure God is doing, uh, as God moves His people, to be proper witnesses who do not fear losing their lives because they know they already have true life and eternal life, he is also calling many lost people unto himself. Point number three, the Lord is calling many lost people through this unto himself. Uh, they, they may still perish from illness, but their souls may still be redeemed. It is a known fact that death and disease have a way of softening the hard heart to the gospel. Coming face to face with, with the reality of death does actually change everything for many people. Let us pray to see through this a large harvest of souls uh, through this pandemic. Let us see, let's pray to see that, a large harvest of souls all over the world, wherever we are. And may we never cease to know and worship God rightly through, our, through a deeper understanding uh, from His Word as to who He truly is. Uh, let these truths Touch your heart today, and may the Lord give you peace and make you an instrument of His grace in this fallen world while we continue to wait Jesus' return. May we together, by His grace, remember the reason we are still here on this earth, and may we bring God glory as we bring the gospel to the lost who are perishing all around us. To God alone the glory, and uh, till the next time. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you. Ciao, ciao. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.